Welcome back to another episode of Get Outside with Kids. I'm your host, Jen, and I've got co-host Kate here with me tonight and a guest who we're going to be entering shortly, who's going to be sharing some tips for making the most of those outside clothes. So, Jen, we've just come off the back of a very, very wet and kind of sad weekend here, right? It was sort of soggy. Um, And I just want to give kudos to you, Jen, because you watched my kids for a couple hours on Sunday and sent one of my kids home with the gift of all gifts, a (laughs) craft, which was basically an entire package of glittery butterfly sequin things dumped into a pile of glue. And Jen, they are through my entire house. (laughs) They're the gift that keeps on giving, right, Kate? You will find those glitter butterflies for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. So thank you. And thank you for watching my kids. A couple of weeks ago, we did an episode about, you know, um, how it can be hard to live away from family. And Jen and I are lucky to have each other close by and, you know, be able to drop the kids off for a couple of hours to deal with some stuff around our house was amazing. And Jen is very generous with the glitter, like good value, I'd say. Um, You come by, you'll get some glitter for your kids. No problem. (laughs) So tonight on our show, we're really excited to be welcoming back our first return guest to the Get Outside with Kids podcast. So we started in January 2022, and one of our first guests, you might remember her, was Kaylee Sutton. Kaylee lives in a tiny home on the Sunshine Coast here in BC, and she has her own business up and running. It's called Coast Kids Reshop. And Kaylee, we're so happy to have you back on the show. Thank you for joining us again. Well, thank you guys so much for having me back. And I've been loving listening to all your episodes this past year. You guys are doing just a great job with the information that you're giving out, the like good ideas and the different like guests that you have and the conversations. Like I'm always laughing when I'm listening to this podcast. So I just want to say thank you guys for (laughs) that. I really appreciate it. And I have it on in the shop all the time because it's totally relevant to all my customers. We've all got awesome. kids. We all live on this like beautiful sunshine coast. So everybody wants to hopefully get outside with their kids. Yeah. So thanks for having me, guys. So Kaylee, if we think <laughs> back to when you were last on and you had just launched this, what was then an online business mm-hmm. and it's now turned into a real shop, like it's actually bricks and mortar. <laughs> Tell us a little yes. bit about that journey. Tell us where it started and where you're at right now with Coast Kids Reshop. Last year at this time, I had just was just starting the online shop and it was very popular and I was so excited with the enthusiasm of the parents here on the Sunshine Coast that said, yes, we need this resource. We need secondhand clothes for our kids. We need to be able to find, like, this is a small community, so we don't have a lot of options. And also people here, you know, generally really thinking about the environment, wanting to be more eco-friendly. So, Once the website was up running and it was so popular, I quickly ran out of space in the little, uh, I wasn't running the store out of my tiny house because it's 300 square feet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's somewhat impossible. (laughs) Yes. I was renting a spot um, and I grew out of it real quick. And so then I was like, okay, I think it's, that's a sign. It's time to find somewhere where people can actually come and shop. And that has now taken off and I've got this awesome shop. We've got a kid's room for kids to come and hang out. We've got a whole section of footwear and outerwear specific stuff that people need when you're getting outside. And 
um, I'm really happy to be able to provide that to this community that's been so welcoming and excited. So yeah, it's been really wonderful. I have learned a lot though. I have learned a lot about how many clothes are out there just in this like small area that I am here to service, I guess, like it, it's blowing my mind. So I, I have thought about, you know, what we can do as a community to reduce the amount of clothes that we're going through, make sure that we're using clothes up all the way to the end of their lifespan so that we're not creating just like heaps and heaps of garbage textiles, which unfortunately just end up in a landfill. Uh, very few are able to be recycled. Very few are recycled. So it's just something to think about and just loving this learning journey that I'm on. And I want to say, actually, before we get into this episode, that, you know, everything I'm going to talk about is based on my experience. It's not necessarily going to work for everybody, but maybe there's like a nugget here or there that you can kind of pick up and adapt to your own life. And that will help you maybe save money, save time. Who who wants to do less laundry? Like, I would like to do less laundry. <laughs> um, so I've got some ideas of how maybe we can do less laundry altogether. And that just seems like a good idea to me. <laughs> yes to that. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Right? <laughs> I love that. And um, if you're not following Kaylee on Instagram, you absolutely should over at Coast Kids Reshop. Um, Kaylee, I see... I love your reels. You're posting all the time. And she's got a, <laughs> got a great selection of like super funny reels. But then you've also got these reels that really show you how to get the life out of your clothing. Like you're always showing these amazing tips about how you kind of just spruce up, um, you know, a garment that just needed a little bit of spruce, a little bit of care. And it kind of went from looking like a little bit dingy to like brand new in like 20 mm -hmm. seconds. And I'm always just amazed that like, like you said, like that garment maybe looks like, oh, maybe it's not quite that nice anymore. And then you wash it properly you steam it you use a number of special tools that you have in the store and all of a sudden it looks brand new and i think some of us like we've lost that ability to to care for our garments and it's been really fascinating watching your instagram page being like oh there's really simple tools and hacks that we can use to get more life out of our clothes um so on that note i want you to share a couple of those quick hacks right now before we get into a couple of the other things because <laughs> i was just watching a few of your reels and i'm like what is this phallic shaped object that you're using to clean the pants but it worked it worked <laughs> oh yes let's keep it pg okay. let's keep it pg <laughs> PG-13, Kate. PG-13. <laughs> the phallic object that you're referring to is a Nelly's Wow Stick. And it is what I've found to be the best like stain remover that I've used. I love it for many reasons. One, it, it has almost zero packaging. There's no plastic container. It just comes in a cardboard, small cardboard box. And it's very easy to use. You just get it wet, rub it on the stain, and then, you know, throw your stuff in the wash. So also great and easy. And it doesn't take up a lot of space in my house. So that's the other thing I really like about it is it's just a small little phallic looking stick <laughs> that can sit on your shelf, maybe like draw some questions but it's probably gonna be in your <laughs> laundry room nobody's gonna see it but it's not like a big bright colored plastic bottle i live in a tiny house like i don't want to have a bunch of plastic bottles around it just irks me so when i found the nelly's wild stick i was really happy with it so that's like one thing and you know as i've gone through this process 
of learning more about our clothing and what we can do to make our clothing last this is one of the big things is like making sure we're taking care of our clothes we're you know treating our stains if we get them um we're using things like a cat brush i use my cat well not my cat's brush i bought a second brush (laughs) that's not my cat's brush that i use on like faux fur or um some of that some of that like shearling trim it's called sherpa lining um that stuff can start to look really worn when it's either been through a wash or dry cycle or it's just you know been used and if you just take a cat brush to it and brush it out it can look brand new and that's something that you know you could go from something in your closet looking a little bit dingy and worn out to it looks brand new again and you're thrilled to be able to wear it now that being said i also think that as a society maybe i'm getting real like high level here but maybe we should think about how just because something is stained that doesn't mean it's dirty and i think that that's an important thing to think about especially when we're thinking about kids clothes because kids clothes they're going to get stained and then you're going to wash them and they're still maybe going to have a stain on them but that doesn't mean that those clothes are dirty they're definitely still wearable they're still functional And I think that that is another big hurdle maybe we have to get over of thinking that everybody has to, all the kids have to be looking kind of pristine and you, we should get over this idea that kids should be spotless. Like the nature of children is to be messy and have fun. So let's just be okay with if their clothes have a little bit of a stain on them or if they've, you know, got some grass stains on their knees, like that's going to be okay. And like, Let's embrace that because I think that we've kind of been uh, like consumerism into this idea that once your, your clothes have a stain on them, it's time to get rid of them. It's time to find something new when those clothes are still perfectly usable and functional. So, yeah, that's that's another thing that I've kind of come to realize over this past year. I have... I'm going to put a picture up on Instagram sometime soon. Maybe when I talk about this episode, that I literally washed a pair of pants. They were so cute. They had a little stain on them. I know that they're perfectly clean. So I went ahead and I licked them. And I just want this. <laughs> I'm doing this. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm doing this to show people, like, you don't need to be scared of stains. Stains are fine. They're not going to hurt anybody. You can lick a stain. It's not going to be gross. Like, it was, <laughs> I knew it was a clean pair of pants, you know? <laughs> so there's the crazy things I'm doing over here. Is <laughs> just licking pants, using cat brushes just- and phallic cleaners. <laughs> um, it's, it's a really good point, Kaylee, about, you know, this expectation. And one of the accounts I've started following on Instagram, which is good for kind of uh, making light of all this, is official sad beige you know sad beige children sad beige babies and it's about this sort of aesthetic um one of our friends put me onto it recently and it's like about this it's making fun of that aesthetic of like everything beige (laughs) and everything like different shades of beige and the problem with beige (laughs) and like light beige and cream like yeah your kid looks cute in that instagram photo but oh my gosh, step outside, which is where we want our kids to be, and they're absolutely filthy. So I would absolutely mm-hmm. never choose beige clothes for my kids, <laughs> partly because I now follow this account. I feel like it would be, you know, a betrayal of the the humor, but uh, <laughs> it's also just like the choices that we make about the color of our clothes as well. Like, yeah, if you put a kid in a light pink 
tutu dress and a pair of light, like white pants and they go outside, they will look filthy. But if that was all like dark blue, there's not really a problem. You know, the stains don't show. I don't think I've bought my kids a pair of light pants in years. (laughs) I would like to petition the clothing rulers to never (laughs) make children's clothes in any light colors. Yeah, never. It's it's just oh it's so frustrating because you know that that's going to be like that for like that one second and then they will never be that shade again and that's such a frustration because like we don't want single-use clothing we want stuff that's gonna last we want stuff we can wear over and over again that's the only way to really deal with this overproduction of clothing that we are dealing with on this earth right now Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a great point kate about the color (laughs) of when you're when you're buying clothes for somebody or for your own children just buy them in dark colors just yeah none of that baby pink and baby blue and baby (laughs) yellow um so kaylee how do you um how have you kind of adjusted this approach since firstly since moving into a tiny house with your nearly six-year-old daughter Mm -hmm. um, and adjusting to like that space, but also with everything you've learned at Coast Kids Reshop in the last year, how have you kind of adjusted your approach to her wardrobe um, in light of all of this? That's a really great question. And that was something that we did really have to think about before we moved into our tiny house. We were going from a place where she had a closet to she has now a loft bedroom. She has four drawers that she uses for her clothes and no closet. So we were like, what are we going to do to make sure that she can get herself dressed for whatever the occasion is that she needs to get herself dressed for with only these four drawers to separate things? So we kind of thought through how we use her clothes. And we realized that when she was going out to the forest to play, we wanted her to be in, you know, things that are going to keep her warm, things that are darker colors, things that are going to stand up to rough and tumble play that aren't going to be easily ripped. So that kind of like kind of segmented out this little wardrobe for her that we called her forest clothes. And those were the clothes she would change into if she was going to go out and run around in the forest, if we were going to go for a hike, if we were going camping, you know, that outdoor play. So all of those clothes, tops, bottoms, anything that's forest clothes goes into one drawer. And then she has a separate drawer that is for her things that she wears, you know, when she's going to school or if we're going out for dinner, if we're going to a birthday party, those things are in a separate drawer. And I've found that the way that this cycle is working really well for us is that, you know, she'll have her clothes that she wears to school and she'll wear them over and over and over again. And we also try and think about you know wearing our clothes until they need to be washed, not just assuming things need to be washed every day. I think that's also an important thing to think about as we're thinking about like, how can we preserve our clothes as long as possible? Repetitive washing is one way to just like destroy your clothes faster than anything. (laughs) So, you know, on that, Kaylee, I think I haven't really adjusted to not having babies yet because, you know, babies clothes, once they're, particularly once they start eating solids, they are disgusting and mm. they need to be washed so frequently because they've just made a hummusy, yogurty mess of everything. So, like, I, as you True. say that, I'm like, I could probably relax a little bit on some of those things because she's not a baby, my oldest kid. Mm-hmm. Even my youngest kid is three. She's not a baby anymore. Yeah, they can be filthy, but, like, not 
all the time. So Not it's a really always. good reminder. <laughs> yeah. And and what are what can we do to make sure that those clothes that we like to keep a little bit cleaner stay cleaner? And that's by changing out of them when we're gonna go do something like play outside, go to the park, and then you can do less laundry which is good for everybody. Exactly. Nobody wants to do tons and loads of laundry. And you can also cycle your clothes. Once they do start to get maybe a little bit worn, they start to get a hole in the knee, you can cycle them from your, you know, nice clothes or your school clothes and cycle that into your play clothes and make sure that you keep using it all the way up because we don't mind when we're out playing in the park, in the forest, going for hikes. If you have grass stains on your knees, that's totally fine. If you have a little hole on, you know, in in your elbow, that's not going to be a problem because you're probably going to get more holes in your elbows, but at least it's getting holes into that same item that already has holes instead of putting holes in like five different shirts. So that's one of the things that we've done that's really helped reduce the number of clothes that we're going through with with our daughter and reduce the amount of laundry we're doing because she can also wear those clothes out into the forest multiple times because I don't mind that she's putting on dirty clothes because she's going outside to get dirty. Yeah, that's one of the big things that we've kind of shifted. And now that she, I, I had actually asked a bunch of parents, like, how do you typically sort your children's wardrobes? And 95% of the people said they separated it by tops and bottoms. Yeah. And no one. Yeah, I'm the same. 100% the same. Yeah. <laughs> and two, so, I think I, I saw you asking this on Instagram the other day. And two, you asked me, yeah. I was like, well, that's how you sort clothes. And then, and like, I have two drawers for her clothes, <laughs> and the tops go in the top one because you, mm-hmm. I'm imagining a little person standing yeah. up next to it dressed, and tops are on the top and bottoms are on the bottom. <laughs> what, what's the other way, Kaylee? What am I missing? <laughs> so, for in our house, in the top drawer are her school clothes because when you're in school, you're sitting on a chair generally. <laughs> so, that's the way I kind of like relate it to her. And on the bottom drawer are her forest clothes because when she's playing in the forest, she's probably sitting on the ground. So, that's when they're on the bottom drawer. <laughs> and okay, so you analogy. still use the physical like up and down, but to yes. represent something different than a person in <laughs> <To> clothes. <represent laughs> clean clothes and dirty clothes and this way she can go and get dressed herself because I just tell her you know today's a day we're going for a hike so get clothes from your bottom drawer and she can tell the difference between tops and bottoms um, so she can find she can find the clothes that we need for that activity or I can say we're going to a birthday party today you need to find clothes from your school drawer or your indoor drawer sometimes we we call it i've i feel like it's also given her some she gets to choose her own outfit and it's going to be appropriate for the thing that we're doing instead of you know a tops and bottoms you don't know which kind of top is a good one for wearing outside or inside or for whatever activity you're doing it just seems like it was a little bit easier for her to sort that out and we were talking just before recording with you guys and I was telling her my husband uh, what we were going to talk about and she was like oh yeah so you're going to talk about how the dirty sto- clothes stay dirty and the clean clothes stay clean I'm like yeah she's got it you get she's it. Got it like she's understood it better than me she's got it yeah, right away I'm like concept. I need to rearrange 
their clothes. <laughs> you don't organize your kids' clothes like that either, do you, Jen? No, you I'm totally tops like on tops the top. on the bottom, tops on the top, bottoms on the bottom. <laughs> if you'd said um, tops on the bottom, you would have exploded my brain. Be too much. <laughs> and so. Kaylee, as the owner of Coast Kids Reshop, um, you know, and someone who's seeing these clothes come in, what clothes have stood the test of time? Because obviously you're seeing clothes come in and you're sorting through the ones that are the best fit. Like, what are those pieces that have been worth investing in? Because by the time they get to your shop, they're still actually in really good condition and can be given to a new child for more life. That is definitely some uh, patterns I've been slowly noticing as I go through this and we cycle through the seasons and I'm seeing what things people are most interested in, what items come to me in the best condition. So definitely fleece zip-ups are number one. Everybody wants one and they are good for wearing outside. They are good for staying warm and they seem to stand the test of time pretty well. So that's one thing that I've noticed. And, you know, there's different brands and different makes of fleece. And there's a range of prices. But the thing is, you can definitely find those items secondhand. And they don't wear out as fast. So they're going to do well. And you'll probably be able to find something that looks really great. And they hold their color. So, yeah, that, I would say fleece is one thing. There's also, though, there's something that I've come to realize is a really great item to try and find. And it is these leggings that have like a fur lining. Yes. Ooh, it sounds cozy. Yes, they're yes. so good. They're so good. Those leggings with the like furry inside are great because they also don't get holes in them as easily. And then fleece fleece pants too. Like just just deck your whole self up in fleece. Um, and then you're going to be warm, you're going to be cozy, and you're probably, those kids are going to want to stay outside longer because they're comfortable in their clothes. One other thing that we have discovered that my daughter really enjoys, and I feel like maybe this is something other people do, but maybe not an outdoor onesie. Ooh. Got, <laughs> no. So Tell us more about not, We're not talking about a muddy buddy here, Kaylee. Not a rain Not suit. a muddy daddy. No, not muddy a rain buddy. suit. <laughs> muddy, <laughs> muddy buddies are awesome and those are great for over top, but underneath your muddy buddy or just on its own, a fleece pair of onesie pajamas that you get in a size that's big enough that your child can wear like one layer underneath and then they zip up into their fleece onesie and they go out to play if you choose something that's a bright color that you can see from really far away it's great for visibility it keeps them warm and dry and you can find them in really fun patterns so v, wow. v right now has a and i took a picture of her today zipping up into her her outside onesie and it's a leopard print and she <laughs> oh my she god loves that's it. so fun <laughs> and it's just it's it's a pair I of pajamas never thought of that that she can just wear over top of her clothes and she just runs out and it's always at the front door like it it stays at the front door as if it's a coat and she wears it as if it's a coat so when she comes home from school she wants to go out to play it's just like a cover all and i would just say if you don't have one, grab I a want one now. Grab I want one, an I want one for onesie. me. Jen, don't you have one from Halloween? 
I do have one from Halloween, but it is a dragon with a tail, so it's Maybe not like not. the oh, most conducive. You're not just going to wear that. tail might not be not the so best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kaylee, we, we normally ask our guests when they come on the show to tell us about like messy, muddy mistakes they've made with their kids outside. But I was thinking, just to, <laughs> to mix this up a little bit, you've started Coast Kids Reshop. You opened your actual physical store in the summer. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the lessons you've learned in opening the store there, maybe with having kids in the shop and coming through and parents? What are some of the things that you've learned, some of the mistakes you've made along the way? Because it looks like you're doing so well now and we know that success comes <laughs> from like hard work and learning from your mistakes. I'd love to hear what that journey's been like and any kind of moments where you're like, what is even happening in this place? What have I taken on? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. Entrepreneurship, as you both know, is it's an up and down like roller coaster ride of learning and mistakes and back steps and, you know, two steps forward, one step back. I am constantly learning. And, you know, anything I say now will probably I'll have like 10 times as many, you know, the next time we chat. Okay, I learned that I have to be very controlled in how much I take in. So my store is a consignment store. I do pay people for their items, but I have to have a appointment system. I have to have a, a structure to how many items and how many people I have dropping off because people have a lot of clothes and people would love to get rid of all those clothes. And if I took everything, I would be drowning. That was probably one of my biggest learning curves was just to be able to say like, okay, these are the number of appointments I'm going to take taking clothes this month. That's the max. Like I cannot physically process more clothes than that. And if I'm drowning in clothes, like that's not helping anybody. So it, and, and that really opened my eyes to just the amount of clothing that exists is uh, I thought I knew before and now I've kind of peeked under the curtain and I see how much there really is just in this small little section of the world that I live in. And I cannot imagine extrapolate that across the whole world, how much there is. So that was, that was maybe the one thing that I've learned. Kids, okay, kids in the store have been amazing. We have a playroom. Kids love it. They want to come hang out, sit in the beanbag chair, read a book, play with the blocks. Um, but I've also learned that it's important to bring your kids with you if they are particular about what they wear. There's... <laughs> That's, that's a very there's good point. Not a good, there's no point in coming and shopping for your children if they're not going to wear what you buy. So let's allow our children to have some autonomy. Let's allow them to make these choices about their, their clothing because that's how they express themselves. And if you are just going and buying things that you think you would like or you want them to wear, but they're not going to wear them, then you're wasting your, your time. You're wasting your money. You're probably getting very frustrated with the whole situation. So once kids are kind of at that age where they start to have preferences about what they're wearing and maybe like allow them to explore that and encourage that and bring them into the process. And I always recommend 
if people are in the store and they're like, I'm not sure if my child will like this, I usually would say to them, I think you should probably bring them in and have them try it on. And then they can decide because that's going to save everybody the headache of you buying something, going home, they don't like it, then there's conflict over if they wear it or not. <laughs> and that item maybe doesn't get worn and now you've wasted your money and it's just building up in your closet. I love that, Kaylee, because it just shows the power of like small local mum-owned, mission-based, kind of purpose-based businesses like yours. Can you imagine them at like H&M being like, (laughs) (laughs) or at one of these massive Walmart? They'd be like, just buy it. Look, it's very cheap. Just buy it. Yeah, they'd be like, (laughs) buy it. And then also buy 10 more in the same or in, you know, varying colors because why not? They're They're here. And that's our our problem. (laughs) We don't need all those, those clothes. We really don't. Um, Kaylee, if people are on the Sunshine Coast, whereabouts can they find your physical store? And online, where can they find you as well? So online, you can find us at uh, coastkidsreshop.ca. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at coastkidsreshop. I am also going to get into that um, that new app, you know, the TikTok. I'm going <gasps> to do that soon. Exciting. <laughs> oh, you have to I dance know. and stuff, right? I, I, I'll I, get into that. Yeah, probably there'll be some dancing. But some onesies. Yeah, exactly. We'll show off some onesies. I do have my own. It's a tiger and I love it. Um, and then the physical store is at 819 Gibson's Way, which is in Upper Gibson's across from Wheatberry's just in the plaza next to Gibson's Elementary, basically. That's so perfect. I just spent five minutes researching fleece onesies for myself while we were talking <laughs> for yourself. about this. Oh, we're not myself? talking about your kids. <laughs> well, then, maybe the kids too. I mean, ideally matching onesies for me and the kids because I was like, fleece onesies. There, you know? yes. <laughs> Tell me more about this. I'm super excited about this. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. If anyone is on Instagram, please definitely check out Kelly online there. She shares a ton of funny content occasionally your cat makes a feature on your instagram page but mostly it's really great tips for clothing care uh you know and i think for all of us like for who are trying to you know for not all of us live in very tiny houses but many of us live in small spaces mm-hmm. and if you're trying to manage that overflow of clothing those tips on really how to make the most life out of your clothing um and then really choosing the clothing pieces to invest in um kate well, well actually when kate dropped off her her children the other day at my house, we were chatting about this brand new raincoat uh, that you had got for your eldest daughter and about like that thoughtful choice of like, okay, if I'm going to purchase one new item, what is the value of it? What's a good brand that's got a good long shelf life? Uh, you know, two kids, I can cycle it through and then I can pass it on to another family or to, uh, you know, a reshop uh, like Kaylee's. And I think, you know, just making that that language part of our everyday language around the clothing is so important. I love that. I completely agree. And I think that's, a perfect way to think of it is how long can these items last and how can I make them last even longer so that we can use them all the way up. Great. Well, thanks so much, Kaylee. And uh, we wish you all the best. We'll have you probably back on the podcast again soon, I'd say. We'd love to keep, I would uh, love keep, that. Thank keep you, our ladies. listeners updated <laughs> on Coast Kids Reshop and uh, and also on your tiny house and, of course, Wonder Jelly Beans, uh, the Absolutely. cat, your little cat there. <laughs> uh, my cat, who is the Senior Creative Director for the Get Outside with Kids podcast, <laughs> has been showing up on Instagram a bit. People are loving him. So I think there'll be more cats in our future. If you've liked this episode, we'd love it if you could go and share it with a friend 
And if you ever want to get in contact with us, you can find us over on Instagram at Get Outside With Kids. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of the podcast.